Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I don't know if you had a chance to be able to hear some of the video that we did earlier this week talking about covert narcissists and talking about sex with a covert narcissist, but a lot of times when we see that, there's huge aspects of how they manipulate, of how they control different parts of the situation. Typically, we'll see the sex being great or the sex being awful, but either way, it being a way that the narcissist uses it to control another person. Well, we're going to be diving in a little bit today, once again, into this book, The Covert Passive-Aggressive Narcissist, talking about sex with a narcissist. Again, if you haven't had a chance to be able to see the first part where we talked about Brad and Dawn and like how that all that dynamic kind of went, we walked through that kind of step-by-step, step, feel free to check out that video earlier uh, this week. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it in all different platforms all across the world, all across the country. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. You can find us under Raw Motivations. You can listen to us on Apple Music, Amazon, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all under Raw Motivations. So check us out there. If you guys want to talk with me one-on-one, -on -one, would love to interact with you and help you in your healing process. That's what raw motivation is about, the healing, growth, and change. That whole aspect is working with people that are stuck in the trauma bond, that think, I know this is toxic and I want to get out, but I don't think I can. I don't think it's right. I don't think, and a lot of those different things we work on to help people as they make an exit strategy and get out of the relationship. So if you feel stuck, feel free to reach out because we want to be able to help you grow and change in that way. Try to be able to help people through the rumination, like the detox phase, where you're actually going through withdrawals from the narcissist, and then get to a place where you're building good, healthy boundaries moving forward. As you build those boundaries, it's healthy to be able to have community. That's why we've built the NARC community. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. Community of like-minded people to help you heal, grow, and change inside an app. An app that gives you courses, accountability, journaling, weekly lives. You can submit questions like monthly coaching calls. We can meet with people all across the globe that are encouraging and helping you support your growth and your healing journey. Feel free to check that out at narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com. If you want to hear from the wife's perspective, a lot of people have been asking, like, what does Kayla think? Or how does this look? Or what does it work in a relationship with a narcissist? Well, check out our new podcast called Trauma, Drama, and Life. It's on Apple Podcasts, and y'all have been leaving some amazing reviews and some great encouragement as we try to just be vulnerable and share a little bit of our lives, the trauma and the craziness that we've been through and what we're doing now and how we're coping now with different things. So we'd love to interact with you there. You can get it on the website. You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can drop us a DM on Instagram or send us an email at ben at rawmotivations.com to try to say, hey, I want to hear about this. Can you talk about this? We'd love to interact with you, love to help you along your journey if we can be an insight on that. So anyways, diving in today, we're touching on to sex with a covert narcissist. Once again, talking through the book, The Covert Passive-Aggressive Narcissist with Debbie Mirza. 
So he talked through a big example early on the week about it. And then a couple people said they wanted to see another one. So we're like, okay, let's put together another video for it. And whenever we're talking about narcissists, a lot of times we have like the covert part, which is more of at times the victim mentality of like, I need to play off of certain things to get what I want and to make me seem like I'm the one getting abused. This is what covert narcissists do. They rely on your pity. They rely on your tender heart. They manipulate you into believing that you are the terrible one, not them. When this happens, they have you in the palm of their hand, and they can control you for years. In that example earlier, it was all about him. He wanted her to prove his manhood to him. He didn't care how she felt. He, didn't, he, didn't, he did not want her to feel pleasure because he loved her so much and delighted in her feeling good. She never felt loved by him in bed because the truth was she wasn't. She never felt cherished because she wasn't. And the crazy thing about that story is like she knew that she wasn't loved and cherished and respected and her body was already reacting, not providing the way that she thought it would because it wasn't feeling safe. Covert narcissists would always find something wrong. Whether it was amazing or whether it was awful, there's always something wrong in the relationship. That's what happened to Melanie. Her story was a lot like Dawn's, except towards the end of their long-time marriage, she had a sexual awakening after going on a trip with her girlfriends. She was so excited to try with her covert narcissism at husband after years of feeling like a giant disappointment to him sexually. Suddenly, she wanted sex all the time. She would jump on him every single day. After about a week of sex every day, he told her he didn't want to have sex with her anymore. He didn't feel like she really cared about him. You see, when you're with a covert narcissist, you can never win no matter what you do. They will never be fully satisfied with you. You'll never be good enough in their eyes. They, they have to have something they can hold over you in order to control, in order to manipulate you. And a lot of people struggle with this concept, understanding, but like I was good enough, I was all of this, and those things are true. But the covert narcissist, the narcissist in your life made you feel like you weren't. And it talks about like how it's never going to be good enough. And a lot of times we see this with like raising the bar of like, hey, I need you to be this amazing. And you and you and you get up to there and they're like, nope, I meant this amazing. And they're like, oh, nope, I meant this. Nope, I meant this. No, you did this wrong. And it keeps moving up. And the reason why that bar keeps moving up is because let's say, for instance, that the bar was set here and you came up to it and you met that bar. You met all their expectations of everything they ever wanted. The problem at that moment is the narcissist would realize there's still something wrong. And the problem is, it can't be me. It can't be the narcissist, so I have to raise the bar, so I have something over you that says, this problem in the relationship is not mine, but it's on you. It's someone else's fault. The biggest area in which Melanie's husband could control her was now gone. He couldn't blame her for not wanting sex. He couldn't use that as an excuse to put her down and treat her badly. After becoming stronger inside and now more sexual, she could no longer be his supply. So after 18 years of marriage, he was done. He moved out and a few months later moved on to another target. You see, when you live with someone who slowly brainwashes you into think that you're the problem or that certain things are wrong with you, it takes time and a lot of undoing to be able to see clearly again. Both Dawn and Melanie in these examples took time to be able to figure out how to actually see clearly and to trust themselves again. Often what we don't notice with these relationships is what doesn't happen, what isn't there. Dawn's hub's husband never went to counseling to see if there was anything wrong with him that might be causing her to feel used. 
He didn't ever feel bad that she felt bad. He never felt empathy. She felt terrible about letting him down. She had imagined for years what it might be like to be in his shoes because she had empathy. He never once felt terrible about letting her down for the fact that she was not experiencing great sex. He didn't care. He never looked into ways he could make her feel more safe and loved. He did not pursue her because he loved her and wanted their relationship to be strong. He let her feel responsible and badly about herself. He was okay with her feeling down and confused. He was okay with hurting her with his words. She did not matter to him. He did not love her. He projected his own sexual issues onto her and had allowed her to take the blame. And we see this happen time and time again in all aspects of narcissistic relationships, but very much that insidious form in the sexual ones. So you see, sex is always confusing when you're with a covert narcissist. You never feel good enough. No matter what you do, no matter how you do it, no matter who you add to the equation, what you add to the equation, what type of you know style or kink you have, it's never good enough for the narcissist. There's always something to be able to hold over you to keep you trying, to keep you playing towards what they want out of you. Sex is a reflection of the truth of your relationship. It also demonstrates you can trust yourself. If you were in a relationship where you lost the desire for sex, it was because your body is smart. It knew that you were not emotionally safe with your partner. If you experienced real love, you would have wanted sex. And you would have felt love every time. You would have felt protected, respected, and cherished. But the majority of the time, you don't get that. You don't feel that way with a narcissist at all. Sex is one of those vulnerable activities in life. The covert narcissists take the sacred act and use it against you, to, to quiet you, to quell your spirit, and to drain life from you. You see, sex with a covert narcissist is a form of emotional assault. It is psychological abuse, concealed abuse that shuts you down inside. You are left feeling less than, unwanted, and undesirable, unworthy of love. You lose the truth of who you are. You are used, discarded, and it was not your fault. It was never your fault. The fact that this happens to you is not a small thing. You have suffered a trauma with no visible scars, but your body, your spirit feels it. It's important to allow yourself to recognize and feel the gravity of what you've been through. Your heart and your internal landscape has done has taken a beating, and now it needs time to heal and restore. The more you take care of yourself and treat yourself with kindness, the more your body will get used to the feeling and cease to tolerate anything less than that. You will grow stronger every day, and one day you will have the real thing, all of it. You deserve someone to love who loves to give you pleasure. They will love to see you to see the great feeling because they love you. They will generally t- take care about. They generally care about you, and you will feel the amazing difference. This time, making love will actually feel like making love. A huge part of what the narcissist tears down is you feeling worthy and you feeling good enough. And we see this in every single aspect. In the sex, in the relationship, in the communication, in the honesty, like in every single aspect, we see that. And people come out of the relationship feeling awful because they feel like they no longer have any self-worth. And I want to let you know today that that's not true. And hopefully the two episodes that we've done about sex with a narcissist just brings to light more ideas and more suggestions of like, hey, the reason why you feel like you're not good enough is not because you're not good enough, but because someone else who is toxic made you feel that way by how they treated you. And you have to understand that your worth, how good you are, how, how, how much you matter is not determined 
by that toxic person. It's determined by you and by the actions you take each and every day.